Hello and welcome to Earbuds, a new music podcast about new music. I'm Duncan. And I'm Rob. And I think it's right about time that we start this beautiful beast and get straight to the music news. How about it, Rob? Yes. So, first in the music news, very important, Justin Bieber's in some Hillsong church. I think it's some, like, Australian... Excuse him, what? It's called, I think it's called Hillsong. This is from the Sun, so take everything with a pinch of salt. But um, so apparently, the church has a fiery rock concert atmosphere. So something he's not very used to. <laughs> and apparently, has alleged homophobia, uh, greed, um, allegations, and child abuse. I'm sorry, what? Yep, that took a dark turn. <laughs> oh, right. I did not expect to start this off this way. Yeah. Um, is what? Well, it sounds very Scientology. It does, doesn't it? Is it? Maybe. Do you, do I don't know. I think. Well, I think it's a form of, of Christianity. Because, like, didn't he, um, like, cancel his tour so he could reconnect with Christ or something? What? I think I think that's true. <laughs> when did this happen? I don't... Didn't like, recently. Like, this. he cancelled his tour dates to reconnect with Jebus. Like, he must be nuts. He must actually be insane to think... I mean, it makes sense being in his position for so long. But yes, like, and and, and must have yeah, lost yeah, it. and again, take that with a pinch of salt. We're not saying that all religious people are nuts and insane. Thank you. Yes. Uh, disclaimer. Just um, <laughs> but that's what I do, what I kind of don't expect. Didn't expect it. What? Say the name of it again. Hillsong. Hillsong. Yeah. Hillsong. But, it uh, for a second I thought you were talking about like a movie he was in. No. Um. The pa- <laughs> one of the. <laughs> It's a, it, it it sounds like an all musical reboot of like Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> it's like um well I think if I remember correctly one of the, like he was pictured with a leader or one of the church and like the church leader's like twenty seven, right or something like that like thirty early thirties Australian and they're pictured taking shots with each other like it sounds like a church for like. The very famous and very wealthy, doesn't it? Oh God! <laughs> what is okay? So, so what is the what's the rub? How how been how people been taking this? Just hilariously, or um, I mean, apparently, more people have converted to the, their church because of him. I suppose people are crazy enough to do that, aren't they? Because of him. <sighs> um, I don't know. It, it all, it's all just a bit mad, isn't it? It's all... He's lost it, I think. Have you got anything else for us? Yeah, um, <laughs> I've got another really important bit of news. Zayn is bald because he bleached his hair too much. That's Wait, not... Zayn as in from uh, One Direction fame? Yeah. Zayn. He's, he's, the reason he's bald is because he bleached his hair too much and killed it. That's from the BBC. Thank you, BBC. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that like proper BBC news or like Newsbeat? <laughs> No, I think it was BBC News. It's <laughs> <laughs> like no, there's no hurricanes going on right now or anything. Nothing really important in international news. God's sake. Um, and my last headline is yes. Josh Home 
is to narrate a few CBeebies bedtime stories. Oh, is he? Yeah. Is he? Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, he, he, I mean, he, he, he is a, he is a lovely man. Yes. Um, <laughs> since we've been away, the short list for the Mercury Prize got announced, and this week the big ceremony is going down, and the winner will be announced. So I'll just run down the albums once again. So All J with Relaxer, Blossoms with Blossoms, Dinosaur Together as One, Edgeron Divide. Glass Animals, How to Be a Human Being, Jay Huss, Common Sense, Kate Tempest, Let Them Eat Chaos, Loyal Karna, Yesterday's Gone, Sampha Process, Stormzy, Gang Signs and Prayers, The Big Moon, Love in the Fourth Dimension, The XX, I See You. Out of that smorgasbord of British talent, do you have any thoughts and feelings about this, Rob? Well, to, admittedly, I haven't heard the vast majority of them these like albums but um there's obviously a, an odd one out yes. in this lineup yes um he was recently the, on game of thrones yes of the orange haired variety <laughs> um it's weird isn't it yeah it's strange it's strange because at at the point that he got shortlisted he put on his instagram that you know there were two main things he wanted to do in his career like dreams in his career one was sell out Shepherd's Bush and he's mm. done that and then some and the other one was get nominated for a Mercury Prize mm-hmm. which yeah fair enough um, but in many ways you kind of feel especially uh, with the, ob- the other artists who he's listed against you know that he kind of you know he's he's beyond this oh yeah a little yeah. and he, he even put it himself that he doesn't expect to win because it's not really for him no but I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll be honest. I've I've listened to like quite a n- number of these actually. Um, his Edgerons is not one. <laughs> I right. still not listen to that album. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's kind of a way for the Mercury Prize to sort of acknowledge him in a way. Yes. Acknowledge his success. I don't think he should True. win. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's one of his goals. So. Good for him, I guess. On this list as well, we've got two former winners in Alt-J and The XX. Uh, Kate Tempest was originally nominated as well. I mean, we've got four out of the 12 are are rap um, Mm -hmm. albums. I mean, that really says something about what's happening in British music at the moment. There's such strength in depth. In, in such a variety of genres, which is great because I, I don't. Is there any equivalent to this in America? That's such a like a focused thing because surely any Tom, Dick, or Harry can win like a VMA. Yeah. Any Tom, Dick, or Harry can win a Grammy. Yeah, I, I do. I, I I really enjoy it. I think it's an it's a nice thing each year, um, and it has thrown up some interesting winners in the past. But there again, like it's. Um, so like Dizzy Rascal, who I think he's, he recently had an album out. Um, but his first album, Boy in the Corner, which I still think is his best work, that won it in 2003. And that was so well deserved because mm. you look at the, you look at the long list from there and you just, I, I don't know who half the people are. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 
And I, I kind of don't want that to be the same for this. I don't want to look back in 10 years and be like, who the, who the hell is that? Mm. Yes, so in Hammersmith on Thursday, they will be announcing the winner. Um, next week, we'll talk about the winner yes. uh, and run down our thoughts. And I think next week, we should actually listen to the winner's album, maybe, possibly. Not a bad idea, is it? <laughs> Not yeah. a bad idea. Maybe you'll listen to Divide. So, oh, Unlikely, gosh, yes. but maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe never. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on to this week's album review. Yeah. So this week we are looking at Queens of the Stone Age's new LP, Villains. Yes. So, Robert, as we always ask uh, about this time, what's your relationship with Queens of the Stone Age? Queens of the Stone Age is one of those bands that you think that I would be well into, but just never really got round to them. Do okay, you know what I mean? Enough. Yeah. Um, I've obviously had the odds. I can't remember what the most famous song is. I could, um, I could hear it in my head, but I can't remember what it's called. Um, dun, 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 yeah, that dun, one. Dun, 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 dun. I had it on a, a bit like a live lounge, the first yeah. live lounge CD. No one knows. Yes. So I've, I know that, and probably if you played a few other singles, I'd know them as well. Yeah. Um, they seem like a really cool band, man. Um, I just haven't got around to them until now. Now I have. Fantastic. For the album Villains. Villains. See, I I haven't listened to them in as much depth as I would have liked. My first introduction to them was a couple of years ago by listening is was going back to actually nobody uh, no one knows and the album that that's off of their third album Songs for the Death. Um, and it, ha- it has songs like First It Giveth, Go With The Flow, Gonna Leave You. And that was still when Dave Grohl was playing drums for them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, was, it was very angsty. And I feel going back to it a couple of years ago, I, I loved that energy. And that was just before they released their last album, Like Clockwork, which they released in 2013, mm-hmm. which I bathed in. Right. I loved it. Okay. I loved it. <laughs> I just loved it. So that's how we come to this album. Yes. This is how we come to Villains, which came out at the end of August. Villains. Villains, which is a very stumpy album. Mm. Only nine tracks long, but there's a lot of meat there. Mm-hmm. There's only there's only one track that is under four minutes. Mm-hmm. The, you know, there's five and six minutes tracks all over this thing. Mm-hmm. And um, how did you feel about that? Because I saw that at the start and I was like, hmm. hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm never really a big fan of projects like that. Um, I have comments on that okay. that we will get into. Yes. But you, you, when you look at an album and go, nine songs, oh, I'll get through this pretty quick. What? <laughs> 45 minutes? Four, 48 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What, one thing that interested me uh, in the lead-up to it was a personnel change. Is there something to do with Mark Ronson? It's Mark Ronson. Yeah. Yes, he came on and he did the production on the majority of the album. That's cool. And, you know, I like, I'm like... I'm not the, a, the biggest Mark Ronson fan, but I, I trust that he knows music mm-hmm. and he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And... 
Yeah. So yeah, and we will get into that. Like yes. we will get into that. Should we start from the top and run down? Yeah. Feet don't fail me. No. What do you think, Rob? Um, I like the song. Mm. Very built into a very grand intro. Um, they blended into the song with the riff really well. Yeah. He's got a very Bowie voice on this album. I was. Oh yes, I was going to wait until about track six to say that. Yeah, it's just all over the album. It's yes, just, it is. It's isn't it? very cool. I, I was thinking about this earlier. He has this sort of it sounds, and also when I've seen him perform, it's almost like this nonchalance, but it's still it's still this sort of like rock frontman sort mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. I'm so good at this. Yeah, I completely. But I and it and it, it, it yeah, and it really comes through in his voice as well. Yeah. It's so easy. Yeah. yeah. I like, it's got a lovely funky beat, a really cool riff. It sets the tone really well. Yes, it does. And to go on what you said, and it kind of, it's all over this album, really. It's kind of like his performance is that he doesn't, he's so cool. Like, he doesn't care, <laughs> but he's so good at it at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It just yeah. oozes cool. Yeah, I just, oh, I, yeah, like you said, the intro for me. When I heard it that first time, I was like, oh, something's coming. Mm. Something's coming. Something's coming. And then it launched into that. I was just like, yes. Yeah. Yes. I just like it, it. It made me feel so happy, like straight away, which I like, you know, straight off the top. I don't listen to as much rock music like against other genres normally. Mm-hmm. But that's like that switch into that, like. Just that jumpy, funky beat was like, yes, fantastic for me. The way you used to do. I think the song really showed how good his voice is. Yes. He's got such a good voice. Yeah, yeah. Really nice. Um, it's it's the single. Yes, of the, it is, of the yeah. album, and it's a good one. Yeah. What did I say? You'll hear this on adverts for ages. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. It'll be one of those songs that you just hear all the time, which is fine. It sang so casually, but still so good. Yeah. Lovely breakdown. <laughs> I have a semi. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot I wrote that down. It's great. It's a great Did start to the album. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It, it, it's weird. Again, I don't want to talk about it too much, but lengthwise is that we it came to the end of this song and I totally... I didn't realise that actually, you know, by the end of the song it had been 10 minutes. mm there's a lot in this where it sort of fades in has slight sort of outros and intros that there wasn't a lot of sort of like oh this is this track and that you know it kind of just rode on it Mm. which you know i didn't mind at first okay domesticated animals just more of the same comments really Mm. um these performances great um they're they're just really good they're just really good at what they do um, and a simple and effective riff. And my first critique of it being a little too long, I thought this song was a little bit, yeah. ran a little bit too much. Yeah. Do you, is 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 this about getting up and doing a nine to five and going to work and being uh, sort of going through the drudgery of it all? Possibly. On about the third listen, I was actually listening to the the vocals. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh okay. And then I was like, oh, okay, I kind of get why, why the title's that. But again, it's 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 his voice that gets me because his voice becomes 
part of the music mm. for me. Not like in a bad way necessarily, because it is so nonchalant and it, it sort of rides it rides along with it. Mm. It does become more of the music, and I'm sure I'll be I'll I'll listen to this time and time again, and I'll probably find something extra each time because I'll be like, oh, he's actually saying that. Yeah. <laughs> which you know you can take either way you want. Fortress, which was maybe the first slight change in pace. Yes. Um, I thought his voice at the beginning sounded a lot like Dave Grohl. Yes. Like, I was like, is he back? I hear you. Um, I like the layering. Mm. It's quite hypnotic, which is cool. The choruses are poppy, which is fine. Um, my crits for this, though, is that I thought it was way too long. Mm. I thought the chorus was a bit lame. It got a bit... It started losing me a bit in the song, yeah. and like at the end of the song, there was like a minute of guitar riffs. I was just like, just end. Yeah, yeah. You don't need yeah. an extra minute of this stuff. Yeah, like, and I to- I totally hear you on the choruses. I didn't. I I think now. So I've listened to the album like three times through, and it's now sort of coming to me that I'm just like, okay, this is all right. Yeah, but it's still just all right. It's not. Yeah, I wasn't a massive fan of this. No. Yeah, and then and then when that happens, where when it's like that, then does shine out about how long it is. Yes. Because uh, like a lot of the tracks here have a good energy, mm-hmm. and the length then doesn't matter. But mm-hmm. once that sort of isn't a factor, mm-hmm. that's when it starts to go off the rails a little. Okay, um, head like a hunted house. Okay, um, my positives were um, it's still they still managed to make a really cool vibe from pretty much anything they do. Yeah, um, and I really enjoyed the lead guitar mm. in this song. Again, very jumpy. I felt yes. like, and if anything, this because it was it was only three minutes twenty one. Um, I feel like that this hat was. The most, and apart from the opening, was the most energetic yes. piece on the album. Um, which, which, in many ways, was was nice because then it sort of kicked me back into the second half of the album. Mm-hmm. But in another way, it was it kind of ended up like running away from it, like because I ended up I ended up being like, wait, what what just happened? Yeah. Um... I was very, what's the word? I can't think of the word. Um, just like a bit meh about this song. Yeah. I thought it was quite generic. I thought it was just like classic punk mm. song, which is fine. But it just didn't do anything much more interesting to make me f- into the song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unreborn again. I, I, again, I like. I have very similar feelings to Fortress on this. Mm-hmm. I felt like some of the, the songwriting was better. Um, and again, like I said earlier, I feel like I could go back to it again and like still enjoy it. Yes. But I, I, but I wasn't bowled over. Yeah. Um, I thought the song had a cool intro hmm. and his voice is just bowy. Yeah. Um, it's cool vibe. Chorus is quite nice. Why I have a lot of problems with it though. I'm just, why is it so long? <laughs> um, it's not... This is the main issue with a lot of these songs on this album that I have is that because they're so long, they're not interesting enough to be that long. Yeah. When you look at 
bands who are famous for making eight minute long songs like Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd mm. or whatever, their songs have acts and they change and yeah. they go into things. This is just the same thing for six and a half minutes. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't have to be this long. I'm bored now. I hear you. So, yeah. I d- I w- if the song was three, four minutes long, I probably would have quite liked it. Yeah. But it wasn't. Okay. I didn't, yeah. Uh, that being said, into the second shortest track of the album, yeah. Hideaway, which I, I, I'm not ashamed to say, the first time I listened to this album was very, very late at night, and I fell asleep and missed this song, and then woke up again uh, at the song after it. So I was listening to it again today, and I was like, what is this song? Yeah. Um, I don't mind this. It grew on me a little bit more than the other tracks. I guess thematically it's very similar to Fortress mm-hmm. um, sort of that idea of getting away and hiding and moving on and you know just, just hiding from civilization and existence and your own life yeah um, I, I, like I don't hate it yeah like, um, I'll go back to it it's this section of the album because like I've listened to the album a few times and the first two listens and I listened to it when I was doing other things mm. and this is the section this is the section where I sort of tuned out, like without meaning to. Yeah. Like just sort of forgot I was listening to the album. Um, I'll get to that. Positives. Bowie, cool synth. Uh, lead guitar is really nice, chilling. Um, what I don't like, and why I think maybe in this song and maybe in another, other songs is the thing that keeps my attention with songs is the words and the lyrics mm. and I felt like his lyrics in this song blended too much with the instruments and I couldn't understand what he was saying okay yeah so I lost interest Fair essentially enough. yes the evil has landed um yeah like I said I don't uh, with the final two tracks I really quite enjoyed them actually as closers um, mm-hmm. Especially villains of circumstance, I definitely saw. If feet don't fail me was like the opening, and yeah. the intro, I definitely saw villains of circumstance as closing the yes. album, like it closed. Um, the evil was landed I, again. Just local, listen to the first bit of vocal again. Yeah, very Bowie, um, mm. and all the licks. I if it, it kind of felt like they had approached the writing from a slightly different standpoint maybe especially in the the introduction it felt like it layered on itself Mm -hmm. um and that was more interesting to me yes um and it had a nice jumpy energy Mm, like maybe the vocals didn't come through later in the track as much yeah um but i enjoyed the ride Mm -hmm. for the evil has landed i really enjoyed the guitar um, really good groove to the mm. song, good vibe. Um, I, I thought I don't I don't hate the length as much in this song as in the others. Mm. I thought maybe it could have been about five minutes. Yeah, but uh, it was all right. I quite like the song. Yeah. Um, and then villains. Uh, I really really like this song. Yes. Really really like. This yeah, song. I did. I like, enjoyed the somber sh- uh, tone shift. Um, his voice is great cool atmosphere building um it'll be it'll be a song i think that would be really great great for like scene building in a film or a yeah. montage or a trailer see um, that's how like i just said about like the opening and the closing that's kind of how i felt about feet don't fail me as well mm. especially the introduction mm-hmm. 
you know, because it was leading to something and then we had a bit of a payoff and it felt like you know, there was movement. And again, Villains of Circumstance kind of approached that from a different angle. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it had a really, I really enjoyed the pain in his voice. And the song changed, which is what yes. my main critique yeah, with yeah. the other ones is it, it had different tones to the song and the chorus was a nice change. And it seemed it seemed like it had like flavors and slight hints of those great long songs like Stairway to Heaven, etc., etc. Mm. I thought it was a really good song. Be I I thought about this earlier. Being like as much of a fan of like Clockwork that I was, I realized what this album lacked is variety. Mm-hmm. On my Spotify, once it, you know it finishes, there's an option you can turn it on and off for it to play uh, like a suggested song mm. afterwards. And so one of the times I was listening to the album, it played. Um, which one did it play? It played "I Appear Missing" mm. from their last album, which again has the same energy. A lot of these songs on this album did have, but it seemed cleaner. And like even that was a six-minute song, but it didn't feel like it. Mm. Really, didn't feel like it. And you know that that album also has a lot of really sort of guttural pieces of music that like feed off the energy, and you can tell that like they all sort of go along with it. Like "My God Is the Sun," which they played at the Grammys, which I loved. Mm. Um, uh, Fairweather Friends, which is just like a bullshy, like again piece of showmanship, just from the front, but with a fair bit of nonchalance towards the end. But one of my favourite tracks off that is The Vampire of Time and Memory, which mm. is a piano piece. And then has a few guitars in the back. And that is like one of the most beautiful songs that like is by them that I, I think. And that meant that the album wasn't didn't drag and didn't feel like it had the same flavour necessarily throughout yeah and i don't want to put that on mark ronson necessarily mm. but on their last album they didn't necessarily have like a producer right they worked together mm. they had people in sort of come in from odd, for odd tracks dave Grohl did like drums on a few tracks and stuff mm. but yeah, it wasn't such a like uh, one person shop. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's a, a, a reason for the outcome on this album. Maybe, maybe. But I do f like prefer prefer like Clockwork to this. Right. I think this is. I don't hate this album. Neither do I. But I don't I love either. it. No, same. Um, I thought I enjoy this, their style of like this alt rock. Metal yeah. and glam, yeah, sort of like glam rock. That's cool. Um, yeah, they're just good at what they do, and it is enjoyable to listen to. Mm. Although, yeah, a lot of the songs were too long, as we said. Um, his voice blended in too much with a lot of the songs. I think. Um, I think the middle of the album is a little bit forgettable. Mm. Um, I read something. Um, I can't remember where it was where. Um, God, what's his name again? 
I said it earlier in the podcast. Josh Holm. Yes. Josh Holm. Josh Holm said that um, this album isn't like, he wanted it to be more like you're in a merry-go-round, so you don't really know where you're going, and you don't really know where you are. And I certainly feel that. <laughs> but I yes. don't feel like it was very enjoyable, to be honest. Yeah. Like, like you'd, had a, you'd filled up on candy corn. Sorry, uh, candy floss. <laughs> <laughs> that was very, very good of me. Yeah. Uh, candy floss before, and now you're about to bath. Yeah. For up. Um, yeah, so I, I, I think he wanted to create an effect, and he did, but I don't think I didn't enjoy it. I This was one of the only reviews I saw beforehand, and mm. I pulled a quote, a quote from it. Um, it's from Under the Radar. <laughs> Uh, it'll be of concern to Queen's purists that villains pulls from sounds that expired a decade ago and beyond. Dwelling on better times of a bygone era is a fundamental pillar of escapism, but it is disconcerting when one of the most uncompromising forward-thinking bands in the rock pantheon leans so heavily on what worked in the past that they forget that the onus is on them to innovate. Yes, that actually kind of leads into what my next point was going to be. Yeah. I think in today's day and age and how music is now, this is a very unique album. I think if you take it 10, 20 years ago, mm. it's kind of forgettable. Yeah. I don't think it is unique for then. Take that how you will. Yeah. No, I <laughs> yeah. see. I see. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's weird because I always come at new music, especially from people that I have enjoyed in the past. Mm. I always feel I come to it with a bit of a bias. For mm. wanting it to be good. Yes. Wanting it to be good. Yeah, I wanted this to be good. But, like, come the third listen, those little little things in the back of your mind that have just been like, oh, that was that, that was weird, or that was, they've come right to the front of your mind, and you can't ignore them, mm-hmm. and and that that kind of like annoys me, because then I'm just like, but I do enjoy this. Yeah, but I hate seeing the flaws so much in it. Yes, yeah. So on 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 the whole, like fairly marmite. I th- I think I I mean apart from that quote I just pulled, I think people who enjoy Queens of the Stone Age will enjoy this. Yeah, whole, I think so. You know, yeah. um, I don't know if there'll be as many sort of crossover fans. So like on lo- like Clockwork, they had a lot. Of, they did a lot of work. With uh, they did they did work with Trent Reznor, yeah. uh, Reznor uh, from Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. They did like work again, like I said, with Dave Grohl. They did work with Alex Turner. Cool. Uh, yeah. They did they had vocals on one or two tracks from Elton John. Like so, there I feel like there was more of a smorgasbord of people working on it. Then I think there was more stuff, especially for me, because that's what got me back into Queen of the Stone Age, was was that album. Mm. And uh, I don't think if you were uh, you didn't know much about them, I don't think you'd go into this album and then be like, "Oh yeah, I love them." Mm. I th- I think it could put you off a little. Go go, go listen to Songs for the Death. That's a great album. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great album. And it's got a very good theme as so. well. Yeah. Um, yeah, on the whole. It's fine. Comsi, Comsa. Yeah, I think they've got some songs they can add to their set list, which are good songs. It's not their best effort. Probably won't be the one they're remembered for. No. But it was fine. And that was Villains by Queens of the Stone Age. 
Okay, so um, I, I've been browsing the SoundCloud once more. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> is it still there? Yeah, it is just about still there. Um, so first band that I saw were, um, that I really liked was... Um, now, I've written it down really weird, and I don't know if it's Gang Lions or Ganglions. It's one or the other. It's up to you to find okay. out. And the song Slow Lunch. Um, it's indie... Uh, nice bright guitar riffs. It's only got 800 plays right now. So, oh. well, when I went on there, so give it more. And they're Lanc- Lancashire based. What 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 do they sort of remind you of? Oh, just like classic Brit indie, really. That's kind of what they are. Yeah. Very good. Um, and then another one which I accidentally stumbled upon was called um, "Kill the Ideal," and their song "Dangerous." Uh, it's alternative kind of heavy rock. Reminds me of Breaking Benjamin. Blah, blah, blah. Reminds me of Breaking Benjamin. Uh, the singer reminds me of them. Um, I can't remember his name, but it's the lead singer of System of the Down. Um, and it has a nice heavy chorus. So, uh, good two good artists on SoundCloud right now. Check them out. Fantastic. Right. Moving swiftly on. We're doing real and fake, are we? Yeah, go for it. All right, so Duncan, we're going to do some real and fake bands. I can't remember whose turn it is, but I've done it anyway. So. Okay, sweet. <clears throat> right. Are you ready? Do we need to explain this again? We probably should. Yeah, go for it. So, um, well, I d- in this game, I present Duncan with either a real band or a fake band, and he needs to guess which one is the real one. Fantastic. We have a few rounds. Let's see if he wins his honour in this one. Okay, so first round. I'm fighting for honour. Yes. <laughs> first round is the first band is called Pokemon Dad. Yes. And the next band is called... Let me Pikachu. <laughs> Let me peek at chew. <laughs> oh god, Jesus. Um is it Pokemon Dad? You are correct. Yes. <laughs> For once. It is an indie band from China. From China. And you can listen to their EP, I think, um, called Casual Males on Bandcamp. <laughs> well, wait, is that males as in like male and female? <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> on Bandcamp, yes. So you got a point, well done. Yep. Okay, cool. Okay, round two. Which one is real or fake? So is it processed meat or sad vegan? Sad vegan. You're correct. <laughs> so you've won this week. Well done. They're an indie band from California. Um, and you can listen to Palm Trees on Bandcamp. Palm Trees. Palm Trees. Mm. For the third round. You've won anyway. Fantastic. But, okay, so is it Spicy Meatball or Spaghetti Arms? Is that Spicy Meatball? I'm afraid it is spaghetti arms. Oh no! I was asking. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> I was asking if it was a singular ball. <laughs> no, it is a singular ball. Anyway, you and want, it was spaghetti arms. It was spaghetti. You won where, anyway. Where, so where, where can you find spaghetti arms? You can listen. They're a Connecticut-based <laughs> in, in your kitchen <laughs> rock band, and you can listen to their EP, which is about eighty songs on it. <laughs> and the EP is called "I Miss My Legs." I don't know why. But it is. Oh, God. There's quite a lot of stuff out there, isn't there? There is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that is all we have got time for. Just about. Um, 
on this week's earbuds uh we hope you had a, a wonderful time uh any last words rob sorry no, that sounded really morbid um anything any, <laughs> anything you want to close on um so is our next album review going to be the winner of the mercury prize yes yes okay cool yes so just to confirm that so yeah that's it really um blood the fam that's when you're out we'll see you next week